Hey, everybody, welcome to Food and Flights Podcast. This is episode 39, Blake's Cider Mill. Let's get ready for takeoff. Michigan, you may have heard about Blake's Cider Mill. It is located in Armada, Michigan, specifically at 17985 Armada Center Road, Armada, Michigan. Um, I'm going to give a little bit about the history before we like jump into our experience there. Uh, so essentially, Blake's Cider Mill is an 100-acre working farm. It produces over 70 different apple variations. It was founded in 1946 by Gerald and Lovey Blake. They raised 13 kids in the three-bedroom farmhouse. Uh, their twin boys, Pete and Paul, returned to the farm after graduating from Michigan State University. A generation later, Paul's sons attended Michigan State and returned to the farm to introduce hard cider. Blake's Hard Cider was founded by Andrew Blake in 2013, and they distribute to 18 different states. So this cider mill uh, is kind of like, I mean, fairly new. Like they just started doing hard cider um, and kind of getting into like why we wanted to go to it is I've seen a lot of people go there. Um, and I mean, Michigan does not have a shortage of, um, you know, cider mills. But this one, I constantly see people posting about, and I just see a lot of things. So I was like, we really got to go there. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy that they only really started this in 2013, because I feel like, especially if you're in Michigan, you can just find Blake's hard cider everywhere. Yes. Yep. All right. So um, I know when we say cider mill, you probably think like, oh, you went in the fall time. No, no, not really. <laughs> um, we actually went for their uh, Christmas extravaganza um, the weekend before Thanksgiving. So it was called Blake's Holiday Extravaganza. Um, they really advertised it as like the kickoff for Christmas kind of. Um, so they had a 5K in the morning for people who like really want to run before drinking beer. Um, they had an artisan market. They had a tree lighting. They had live music. They had reindeer. They had Santa and um, the Grinch walking around. I think there was even like child crafts and face painting. Um, and then so on top of all this, they have their like already stuff that they already have. So there was a lot going on. They had two days of this, I'm pretty sure. So I think that you could go Saturday or Sunday. Um, we decided to go Saturday because it was like the first day of it. You could buy tickets online. However, I, I think the tickets, you didn't pay anything. It was just to like reserve a spot. Yeah, it was kind of confusing because I saw on the website that it said like reserve your spot. So I assumed that this was going to be like a really packed thing. You weren't going to be able to get in without this reservation. So I made the reservations. They were free. And then you actually got a barcode with it, but we never used the barcode when we right. got there, which I thought was a little confusing, but maybe it's just kind of a way to keep everything under control or help them prepare their food. So that way they yeah. know how many people are coming. Yeah, I think it's more of just like a headcount on their end. So let's give our like first encounters, first impressions. I know that you had been to Blake's previously. Yeah. 
Yeah, I went to Blake's originally for fall because, you know, when you think of cider, you're thinking of the fall time. So I had gone there. I'll kind of touch on that a little bit later because for those of you who do want to go in the fall, it is really cool. Um, but yeah, basically when you first get there, like it's just, it's really big. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of different areas that you can go to. You almost kind of need to walk around the whole area to make sure that like you're not missing anything. But the cool thing about this was there were so many vendors, like the tents that were set up and all the different vendors that were inside, I thought was like really cool. That wasn't something that I got to see the first time that I went there in the fall. So they basically had like three different large tents set up that just had, I don't know, how many vendors do you think there were, Shelby? Probably like um, 75 maybe? I would say a little bit less than that. I'm going to be honest. I was a little, I had just went to a vendor show a few weeks before this and there was a lot more. So I think that I was expecting that amount. Um, I would say maybe 50. Okay. Yeah. But it was kind of confusing because the tents were set up in different areas. Yeah. Yeah. So like we, when we first got in, we walked into like a vendor tent and I was kind of like, oh, is that all that's going on? But then I realized as we continued walking throughout the area, there was actually like more vendors in the back. So yeah, um, I was, so Armada is, I've, I, I know a few people who live in Armada and from my understanding, it's very much like a farm town, kind of like, you know, more north of Detroit. Um, not a lot going on. And so this is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, but when you pull up to it, it is, um, free to park. You are parking on like, it's not paved. Um, it is like dirt, kind of like gravel parking. Hold on. We, we got to talk about the parking situation for a second. It took Cameron and I to get out of the parking lot for like 20 minutes. And like, I feel dumb. Like I feel so dumb because, okay, basically I have to tell this story because, Basically, they have um, wagons that will go from one parking lot to the other and then take you between. So there's the Blake's and Armada and then there's the Blake's and I think Elmont. It's Blake's tasting room. It's very, very close. But they have like a wagon that takes you back and forth. And so there's like a wagon only section. And did you guys kept that way? No, but it, no, no, because it kept saying like exit this way and it was pointing towards the wagon exit. But then when you'd get to the exit, it was like, do not cross, wagons only. And so Cameron and I literally circled around the parking lot for like three times. And then I finally called you and I was like, how did you get out of here? And you're like, oh, it's just the way we came in. So I felt really dumb. Yeah. I don't remember that. Anyway, um, I also had a hard time getting out, but I got out fairly quickly, but I did see you guys as I was driving by, <laughs> like circling them. Like, anyway, it's truly not that confusing. Um, we went on a very busy day, so it was very hard to see the exit signs, but just know that there is a way that you're going to see these, you know, like tractors pulling people go, don't follow them. Um, you kind of have to go all the way to the back of the parking lot to get out. Um, like by the Christmas tree cutting is where you get out. So yeah, it's really not that confusing. I'm just, I just clearly didn't know where to go. So, so anyway, um, we pull up and park. This is my first time there. I was pleasantly surprised. There was a lot going on. Um, and even with the parking lot as full as it was, like we didn't have too much trouble finding parking. And once we kind of got into everything, it didn't seem overly busy. Um, the best way I can explain Blake's it's like a little village. Like there are so many, like 
buildings and they had tents set up and there was just there was a lot going on. So we really and it's very. I was going to say it's very clean too. Like it's not barney. It's not something where you like look and you're like, oh, this is like a farm or this Mm -hmm. is just a barn. Like it's very clean and classic kind of. So we did walk around. Um, We went to the markets first, the little artisan markets that, so those aren't there all the time. It was just for this event. Um, And I think you bought some stuff, right? You bought some dog. Yeah. I bought some dog ties. So that was cool. Um, What else did I buy? I bought... You bought candy. I feel like I bought, yep, I bought the freeze-dried candy, um, which Cameron was very happy about. I bought... He bought a um, cheesecake. <laughs> Cameron bought a cheesecake, yep. That was a little unexpected. Um, but there was other there was other stuff there that we didn't buy, like clothes. Um, there was a lot of a lot of food vendors, cookies. Yeah, there was um, a lot of like handmade. What else did they have? Like wooden signs, jewelry, soap. Um, yeah boutiques all sorts of stuff it was definitely yeah I was gonna say it was definitely a good thing to have coming up for the Christmas season because there were things walking by that I'm like oh I should get this for like a little stocking stuffer this for a Christmas gift so that was cool and then I think at one point we lost Cameron and you and I were gonna we were kind of hungry because at this point it was like a little bit past lunchtime we're like let's find something to eat um yeah so before on deciding somewhere to eat we had to go find him we found him um at what was it it was there so the orchard square tap so this is the name of their building they have different like building names for all their buildings because there's quite a few of them and this is where you can get the hard cider the craft beer um you can sit outside so we found him and he had actually had a hard cider called heat seeker um and i tried it and i was like oh my gosh this is really good and for Shelby to say that a cider or a yeah. beer is really good, it must be really good because yeah, she doesn't drink just, either of those. <laughs> I'm really not a beer person. I'm not an IPA person. I'm not a hard cider person. Also, I was very hungry at this point and thirsty um, because Allison stars me when I come to her house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, we had went um, because we didn't want to like – we didn't know what we wanted. So we had walked back to the um, Orchard Cafe so at the Orchard Cafe, they sell things like hot dogs, fries, um, sausages, chicken. And I think they have like a rotating menu. And um, it's kind of in like a barn. <clears throat> you walk in and um, it's like kind of like order and go. So it's not like they're not coming to your seat like a restaurant. We ordered quite a bit of food. I think that our eyes were much bigger than our stomachs that day. Yeah. Yeah, we did order a lot of food. So, so, so good. And it was so good. Um, So, we got the chicken bites. We got the haystack, which was mac and cheese with pulled pork, uh, diced tomatoes, green onions, and then better made chips on top. The street corn nachos, which was essentially like the stuff you find, like street corn on nachos, and then loaded chili cheese fries. Um, I personally ordered the haystack and it was so good. <laughs> I was like, I feel like when you go to like a cider mill or something, you're like, you're like, okay, it's going to be like, you know, I just didn't expect it to be as good as it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think, I think all together with that and then like two or three waters, it was like $72, which seems like a lot. I mean, it, it, that is kind of a lot, but to be honest, I felt like you really got a lot for what you were paying for because 
really we could have ordered I think two things and it would have fed all three of us yeah with hungry stomachs (laughs) yeah we had a lot of food left over um you guys really like the street corn uh nachos yeah yeah so street corn has been my new um my husband's new favorite thing so whenever he can order street corn or anything related to street corn we had a street corn dip for thanksgiving um he likes to take the opportunity so uh I was feeling nachos, so I was like, oh, I'll get the street corn nachos, and they were so good. I mean, it really, the sauce or whatever that they use, it really got, like, all over the nachos. It wasn't like, you know how sometimes when you get nachos, there's, like, a hunk of something, and then it's just, like, straight chip, like, the rest of the time? Like, this really, like, spread across the whole thing. I felt like it was actually worth the money that you got, and, yeah, it was really good. I would highly recommend that. Yeah, so I the mac and cheese was very creamy. The pulled pork was like I, this was just such a good dish. Like I would go back for this, and I don't know if it's like limited time or they only do it a certain time of year, <laughs> but like I was pleasantly surprised at the food. Um, so after we ate, um, we had done some like walking around too, but after we ate, we decided to go into their actual main um cider mill building that's literally what it's called the cider mill and this is where you can purchase their different types of ciders they had tons of apples they had jams they had jellies they had like whole bakery in there um Mm -hmm. we had actually went in here before we ate and i scoped out some pies for thanksgiving i was gonna get a lot more stuff but like once i had like eight and i was like full and kind of tired from walking around i'm like okay i don't think i'm gonna buy anything else um i did get an apple pie and a pumpkin pie they were about $20 each, um, which honestly wasn't that bad considering that they're like fresh. They were really big and I took them for family Thanksgiving and they were delicious. Um, but they had so much stuff in there. Like in their bakery, they had cookies and brownies. I think they might even had cupcakes. Like I walked in and I was like, this is like a whole market inside. Yeah. And they did have uh, ciders lined up so you could actually do some cider tasting and be able to grab that. And they have like very unique ciders too. I'm not just talking about hard ciders. Um, They have like a wild berry cider, which was pretty interesting to try. They had a peach cider, which I really, really liked because I like peach. But um, it was really cool because you get to try all of them. And then if you want to purchase some, you can. But if not, it's just kind of a cool experience to be able to try some of their ciders that they have. So I know that we didn't like we didn't do a ton of like the holiday things that they had planned that day. Like we didn't run in the 5K. We didn't take pictures of Santa. We didn't do the kids crafts, whatever. But like mm-hmm. overall, I had a super great time. Like this was about. Two yeah, hours. I did, too. This is about two hours from my house. And I 100 percent would make the trip again just because like you can really spend the whole entire day here. It's not just like. Oh, I'm going to go to the cider mill. I get my donuts. I get my cider. I pick a pumpkin. I'm bored. Like it is really so much more than that. Yeah. You definitely can spend, um, maybe not all day, but like a majority of your day there. If you really are into drinking and like, maybe you don't have kids that you have to entertain or anything like that. I really do think you could spend all day there. Um, I know that they do live music a lot of the time too. We didn't see any live music and I think they were supposed to have some maybe later on in the night. But you really could spend a majority of your time there. It's definitely a cool hangout for um, even just friends getting together because they have fire pits all outside too during the winter time um, or even the fall time. So 
All right. So do you want to, I mentioned that they have a lot of buildings. Do you kind of want to break down the food yeah. that they have and maybe where it can be located? Um, also, and we can post this too for anybody who's interested in going. They have a map on their website that is very helpful. Um, I did not look at this. I don't think we looked at it before we went. However, I highly recommend just like glancing at it before you go because it's going to give you a better idea of like, hey, I really want these nachos. I know where to go because you can't get everything at every single like little building. So right. go ahead and let us know where everything is at. Yeah. So there's like seven buildings around Blake's. Um, the first one is the tasting room. And although it sounds like you're only going to be drinking here, uh, this is actually their full service restaurant. So um, I believe you can do reservations here. They are open Monday through Sunday or Sunday to Sunday. Um, Monday through Thursday, they're open 11 to 9. And then Friday through Sunday, they're open 10 to 9. Um, some of their favorites on the menu are their party pretzels and chicken pot pie. So if you're feeling more of a sit-down atmosphere, you can actually go to Blake's to do that. We will have to go there because that sounds so good. Yeah, I know sometime too, usually around, I think it's after Christmas, that's when they actually put the igloos out. So you can actually do igloo dining as well, which is cool. Um, the next place is the Cider Mill and Grill. So um, this is another, this is more bakeries, sweet cheat, sweet treats, um, merchandise, and then any sort of like canned goods that they have. This is also open daily, um, Sunday through Sunday. And the fan favorites here are like the caramel apples, which Shelby, I don't know if you remember us seeing those I when did we went. See those. Yeah. yeah. So they have some really good uh, gourmet caramel apples that you should check out. The next place is the Orchard Cafe. So this is something that's just, uh, this is where we have the street corn nachos and the um, chicken bites and the mac and cheese. This is kind of more of like a grab and go. Uh, you order kind of like cafeteria style and then uh, they have little areas for you to sit down. So this is totally, yeah. If you yeah. have like small kids and they're like not going to make it through a whole meal, this is a great This is perfect. Just, <laughs> like grab something quick, eat, and then get back to whatever you're doing. Yeah. And this is actually only open a couple days throughout the year. I think it's mainly during their event days. So um, this will be open on December 2nd, 3rd, 9th, and 10th. So that's a good time to take your kids if you're thinking about going around that time. The next area is the Snack Shack. I'm not really sure if this was open when we were here. I think it's actually close for the season. I think they just open it during the fall time, but this is going to be more of your like Corn dogs, hot dogs, nachos, french fries kind of feel. So once once again, another like grab and go area. The next area is called the Gray's Kitchen. Um, this was, Shelby, if you remember, this is where they kind of had that uh, live music or where the live music would have been. Um, this is more of a barn kind of feel. It's basically known for its stone-fired pizzas and then party pretzels. Um, and this, once again, is also open, I think, just during their event times. So December 2nd, 3rd, 9th, and 10th um, of 2023. The next one is Blake's Burger Joint. So as it says in the name, uh, this is where you're going to go to grab your burgers. This one's also closed for the season, but they are open uh, during the summer and fall time. And then lastly is what Shelby had mentioned where my husband was, was the Orchard Square Tap. Um, and this is basically where you're going to get your draft hard ciders, your beer, or they even do glasses of wine. And this is open Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, every now and then the hours do change just because of different events that are going on. But uh, fan favorites, if you do go and you want to try something different, they have the Jam Session, the Original Blake's, the Buck 40, and the Darling. 
And um, I do believe too, if a lot of times they do uh, flights as well. So you'll, you can grab a major, a uh, like plate of different types of ciders and be able to try ones that you like. And then usually over by the Orchard Square Tap, they'll have like a little area where you can actually like buy all the different types of beer. So yes, I think on their map, it's called the Merch Container. Right outside the Merch Container, they have um, like canned, some of their canned like best selling uh, ciders because that's where I got a six pack or eight pack of the Heat Seeker to go. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I just want to make note that the events that we're going to talk about um, are, I think they're new to this year because Allie and I looked at going last year and it just didn't work out. So these may change. Like if you're listening to this in 2024, just keep in mind that they might not have these events this year. There's some things that they're going to have like all the time. For example, one of those is their Christmas trees. So they have um, you cut Christmas trees and then they have a pre-cut Christmas trees. When you come into the parking lot, you're going to see the Christmas trees that you can just, you know, like pull in, take and leave. Um, If you want to cut a Christmas tree, you have to get on a wagon. Um, They provide you like the saw and stuff like that. Um, They'll tag it and shake it and bale it and drill your teeth once you pick it out. Um, The last ride to the Christmas tree field is at 445. Um, That is seven days a week, um, 8 to 5 p.m. Um, Their Christmas tree lot is open seven days a week as well. I think their Christmas tree lot is open a little bit later than the actual Christmas tree field. Um, They have all different types of varieties. uh, Fraser fir, uh, blue spruce, Douglas fir, white spruce. So like the common, you know, trees that you want. Um, So that's kind of cool. They'll have that all the time. So that isn't just like a special activity. Now, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that um, this starts usually around mid-November and then you can actually cut the trees or do pre-cut trees up until December 23rd. So if you're a last minute person and you grab your tree on December 23rd, they got you covered. So I think might have had this last year because it seems like a pretty like common experience, but this is the Santa experience. So um, this year, 2023, on December 2nd, 3rd, 9th, 10th, 16th, and 17th, you can go to Blake's and have a Santa experience. So this includes a visit with Santa um, with photo opportunities, one donut and a cup of um, cold or hot cider or hot chocolate. Uh, Your child gets to write a letter or you, I guess, if you would like to do this, (laughs) write a letter to Santa (laughs) or drop off your wish list in Santa's mailbox. Uh, You get to take a toy home from Santa's basket and there will be um, kids can come and uh, make crafts and take them home. Um, So these tickets do cost money Uh, for a child. It is $18.95 for an adult. It is $7.95 children to an under enter free with a paying adult. And this event is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the dates I just listed. Um, So last admission will be 4.30. So I guess if you come a little bit later, you can just enter at 4.30. Um, Some tips, dress for the outdoors, arrive 15 minutes early as the train leaves on time to take photos. So this is a super, I think, fun thing to do with your kid. Like I said, on top of everything that I just listed, you also have access to everything else at Blake. So there is so much to do. Um, And you can get, you can find all of their information as well as like, more information on events or buying tickets at blakefarms.com. So you can find everything that we're going to talk about 
um, on their website. The second thing that, or one of the other um, Christmas activities that uh, they have this year is a Grinch ornament make and take workshop. This is on December 9th and 10th. Uh, you do have to have a ticket if you want to participate. Um, so basically what this is going to be is an afternoon with the Grinch, um, making a Christmas ornament, endless photo opportunities, cider and donuts. Um, and it sounds like even with this, you'll be able to like, if you want to come and do this uh, event, then you can get your Christmas tree. So it's kind of just like uh, just a fun holiday um, day. So there's four workshop times um, that will be offered each day, 10 a.m., 11.30, 1 o'clock, and 2.30. This event, so there's um, a price for the child, which is $19.95. This includes the ornament, a donut, a hot chocolate, hot cider, or cold cider, and a photo opportunity with the Grinch. The adult ticket is $10.95. This includes um, a donut, a hot chocolate, a hot cider, or a cold cider, and photo opportunities with the Grinch. Um, and then another fun one. So this is Christmas with the Frozen Sisters. So like Elsa and Anna, this is on December 16th and 17th of this year from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, so they're going to have people dressed up like Anna and Elsa. Um, children will be able to meet the princesses, dance and sing along with them, read a holiday story and make a frozen Christmas ornament that they can take home with them. Uh, just like the Grinch experience, there's going to be four workshop times that will be offered each day, 10 a.m., 11.30, 1, and 2.30. Um, just like the Grinch ornament one, the ticket, the child's ticket is $19.95, and the adult ticket is $10.95, and pretty much includes everything that um, you would get with the Grinch experience, except it's just kind of like frozen themed. So, so my question to you, Shelby, is if you had children, which you don't right now, but if you had children... Which one would you take your kids to? I think it depends on if I had like girls or boys, but really yeah. I think like honestly either one would be either one would probably be great. Like I when I have kids I fully plan on doing these events with them because there's just so much there's so much to do there. Yeah. Okay, or uh, this one I think you're going to like and I don't know if you saw this. So, on December 13th they have a holiday murder mystery. Ooh. So <laughs> I'm just going to read a little bit of their description because I thought it was funny. Join us on Blake's backyard for homicide for the holidays. <laughs> Don your favorite holiday garb to solve a crime with your friends. Guests will experience a two-hour interactive murder mystery along with dinner and a course of hard cider. Must be 21 to attend. Okay. I love this. I love <laughs> this. Like next year, if they have this, we are for sure going. Um, because I mean, I love true crime. You love true crime. And like October really is like, I feel like everyone's like, okay, true crime, Halloween. But like, okay, yeah. true crime doesn't stop. Like we, you know, you can continue on until like November, December, whatever. So this is $65 to attend. Um, it includes, that's per ticket. It is a two-hour interactive murder mystery show, dinner, one pint of hard cider, or craft beer. So the timeline for this is the doors open at 6 o'clock, dinner is at 6.30, the show begins at 7. I think I don't think that they've done this this or uh, before, uh, so this is new. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Um, I think, it, I, I was going to say, I think this would be cool. Um, I've never actually done like a murder mystery dinner I before. I've always yet. wanted to, but I haven't yet. Um, and the only other place that I can think of that I know that does like the murder mist, or I don't even think it's technically murder mystery. Maybe it is. Um, in 
I think it's Blissfield. They had a like train. It was like the Polar Express train. They used to do like a murder mystery uh, like train ride, which I thought was really cool. But yeah, you really don't get a lot of opportunities to do murder mystery dinners during Christmas time. So this is definitely this is definitely a cool one. Yeah. And just knowing um, like how big their grounds are. I just like I just I feel like there is so much room for creativity here that I'm like. I'm a little jealous, like, wish we would have done this one. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so the last um, kind of, like, themed Christmas event they have going on in the month of December is an ugly Christmas sweater party. So this is Friday, December 15th from 7 p.m. until midnight. Uh, Tickets, it's $5 admission, includes one drink, um, or you can pay $20, which includes two drinks, hors d'oeuvres, an exclusive um, selection of their um, cider. So there's going to be an ugly sweater contest, games, prizes, and giveaways, specialty holiday food and drinks, jello shots, and all I want for Christmas is you lip sync battle, and they're going to have okay. a DJ. So if you're right. maybe like want to get your friends together, but you don't want to do a whole party at your house, you just want to go somewhere, um, this is the perfect opportunity to be like, hey, you know, throw in a few bucks, let's go to Blake's, let's have a good time. Let's choreograph a lip sync battle. Exactly. Like you have time time to prepare people. This is your time. Yes, this is your time. So that's really all that's on their website as of this moment um, for their fun holiday stuff. Um, Do you want to talk about about the winter skating? Because I think that that's something that they have. Yeah. Yeah. So I... We didn't see the winter skating at the time, but to be fair, uh, it was pretty warm outside, so it probably wasn't up yet. But they do have winter skating. It's about 2,000 square feet of an ice skating rink. It's open Fridays from 2 to 7 p.m., Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And it's 15-minute skate pass is uh, $10.00. You can bring your skates or if you need skate rentals, they have those as well, which are $5 and children two and under are free, but they do have to have an adult uh, accompany them, which makes sense. (laughs) Um, They do have skate pushers for kids. So if you do want to bring your kids and maybe they're not very confident in skating, they do have um, little uh, skate pushers that'll help assist them. And it is suggested that you arrive about 15 to 20 minutes early because sometimes, um, between the skate rentals that are purchased in person and then um, tickets and all of that, it can just take a little bit of time. Um, And then skating parties also have the availability to include cider and donuts for, so if you have a party that's anywhere from 15 to 75 people, uh, you can actually get uh, cider donuts as well. So I think winter skating is kind of cool because you can really do it. Like, I feel like a lot of places have it everywhere, but they all have kind of like something a little bit unique about them. I feel like with Blake's, uh, the cider and donuts is probably like a really big thing. Like you can have hot cider um, while you're ice skating. And then you can also be around all the cool like Christmas trees and things like that. So that's definitely something that's, that's really cool. Um, Shelby, I kind of want to jump into fall real quick, just so yes, people, you know. Do. Yeah, I know we like, talk, we're talking about a cider mill and we're talking about Christmas, but like Blake's has so much for fall. So let us know what they have. Yeah. So I went to Blake's for the first time um, a while back when I moved to the area that I live in now. Um, we had actually gone with some friends for some of their fall activities. So I kind of want to talk about a little bit of their fall activities, and then I'm just going to give a little breakdown of like what we did. So one of the things that they have during the fall, it's called Blake's Funland. There's actually two locations. Um, 
It's called The Orchard and then The Big Apple, and you can purchase a day pass for about $10. But basically what you can do there is they have hayrides, they have inflatable axe throwing, a petting zoo, a haunted village, a straw mountain, apple picking, and a corn maze. So for $10, you definitely, uh, it's definitely worth it in my opinion. Um, another thing that they have going on is similar to the Christmas trees, they have a you pick for the apples. So, um, it actually, fun fact, was one of the first you pick orchards in Michigan. So customers basically drive their car into the orchard. There's, um, a minimum of $20 of produce per car and you cannot bring your pets, unfortunately, but this is open daily from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. during the fall time. And it is available at three of Blake's locations, which is the Cider Mill, the Big Apple, and then Blake's Backyard. So you basically can go in and you can pick all these apples and then take them home, which I think is really fun, especially if you're doing this with family and it's during the fall. The next thing that they like to do is it's called Spooky Land. Um, this is only on weekends during, I believe it's October. I don't think they have it going on in September, but they have a funhouse terror tunnel, a corn maze, straw mountain, haunted barn. And then they also do the animal petting zoos. They do outdoor Halloween movies, zombie paintball, hay rides, and then of course, uh, all their fire pits with cider and donuts. So that's kind of what I want to touch on real quick because we actually went to go to like the spooky land specifically for the zombie paintball. Um, so this was really cool. I remember the price. It was a little pricey. Um, this was a while ago, so I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the exact price and it definitely probably has changed since then. But you basically get your tickets, you go in this line and then you get onto your like hayride. And they kind of take you through part of the hayride section and then you like veer off into this other section where you have paintballs. Like you kind of feel like you're in um, The Walking Dead or something where everything's kind of all like, what do you call it? Like desolate. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. And then uh, all these zombies kind of start coming out at you and you like, you know, shoot them. Uh, so that was kind of fun and it was really cute to see like the kids that went on it for like super young kids. It might be a little scary. Um, but once you start getting to that like seven year old age, like everybody thought it was like pretty cool. So that's definitely something that's like super fun to uh, do with the family as long as they're not too scared of something. Um, but then you can also pay to do the fun house terror tunnel and they had a couple other like uh, haunted houses that you could go to, which was really cool. But if you want to take a more friendly approach to the fall season, they do have a really cool like straw mountain that your kids can climb on. There's really good opportunities for photos. The animal petting zoo was really fun. Um, and then of course like the outdoor movie, but overall when we were there, it was kind of like how I felt like when you and I were there, Shelby is like, there was just so much to do that you really didn't get bored. And by the time you got bored, you were like ready to leave anyway. You know, yeah, um, yeah. they had a ton of food, ton of different vendors. Um, I think they even had some food trucks at the time. Uh, so yeah, that was a really cool thing to do during the fall. Um, another thing that they kind of do just throughout the year, it doesn't really necessarily fall in the fall time or the winter, but they do a lot of hard cider tours. They do, um, a, a adoption fundraiser called Pups and Pints. So it's an adoption event and you can bring your dog because if you didn't know, you actually, no pets are allowed at Blake's. So don't plan to bring your dog, unfortunately. 
Uh, they also do wreath making sometimes throughout the year. And then they have uh, a festival called Cider Dazed and it's uh, more focused around music. So that's kind of cool. Um, this is just so everybody does know, like I said, it isn't no pets allowed. It is a smoke-free property. Um, you cannot bring outside food. And unfortunately you cannot ship the donuts or cider, which is kind of a bummer because I know sometimes at other places you can ship their stuff. Um, but if you're having a party and maybe you don't want to go to Blake's, but you want their donuts, you can order bulk donuts and then pick them up. Uh, they also have gluten-free donuts as well. So they try to accommodate to everybody. But other than that, um, that's kind of a brief little overview of Blake's Cider Mill. You can enjoy it all year round. I encourage you to go all year round. And yeah. Um, I did want to touch on, they do host events so it looks like three or four of their locations um, host events. So that's the Apple Barn, the Orchard Square Tap, the Orchard Square Tent, and the Backyard Greenhouse. Um, sounds like they do corporate events, um, weddings, baby showers, um, all sorts of stuff. So if you're maybe in that area and you're just looking to have your wedding or, you know, a corporate event or a family party, um, there is a little section on their website where you can, um, look into that. So that's kind of cool. We could probably spend, I don't know, another hour talking about this place. Like there's just so much going on here. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I I feel like driving two hours to go to a cider mill is a little wild considering there are others around us, but I'm like, I'm sold. Like, let's go tomorrow. Like, I love the food. The cider was good. Um, there's just so much to do. So I highly recommend it. I love that they have winter activities. Um, we're going to have to go back next fall and maybe do the cider and donuts, pick a pumpkin. Um, and then do the murder mystery because I'm super intrigued by that. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people from the Detroit area will go to the South Lion location as well. I do want to note that this is a smaller location. They don't have everything that's going on. And a lot of their events do not take place in the South Lion location. So if you really want to go for the full Blake's experience, you're going to want to go to the one in Armada. Yep. Um, once again, all the information we talked about, plus a ton of more information, is at their on their website, uh, blakesfarm.com. Um, we're going to post a picture of that map just so you guys have it. Um, and yeah, highly recommend Blake's Cider Mill in Armada, Michigan. Coming in for a landing. Bye. Bye.